0: Welcome to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. My name is Julie Paulston. I am your host, and I am so absolutely honored that you stopped by. Each week, I'm going to be sharing my own personal journey, and I'm also going to be interviewing some incredible people that will be sharing their journeys as well, in hopes that we can educate, motivate, and inspire you to live the best possible life that you can. So grab your favorite beverage, maybe a snack or two, sit back, relax, and enjoy, because at the end of the day, this truly is all about you. Welcome back to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. This is Julie, your host. Today I have someone from, well, we'll just say across the pond. She is over in Scotland and I am so excited. I have Alex Tomaszewska on the show and it's so funny. People just like show up in my life and I never know where they come from. They just like show up and I was like, She's pretty fucking cool. Okay. I'm gonna have her on my podcast. And so that's exactly what happened with Alex. I was like, hey, I want you on my podcast. I didn't ask her, like literally just before I went live. I was like, by the way, what kind of a coach are you? <laughs> that's, that's my life. I'm like, oh, I like you. Let's go ahead and let's talk. Um, and this is gonna be awesome because she is a confidence coach. And nobody can ever describe or introduce themselves better than the person because otherwise to me, when I introduce people and just read a bio, it always sounds like a dating app. So I like long walks on the beach and my favorite food is whatever. So Alex, go ahead and introduce yourselves to us. Who are you? What do you do? Give us a little short rundown. Uh, Thank you so much. Awesome to to be
1: here. And yes, I do like just to uh, catch the vibe of a person and uh, hit it off with them. And that was exactly how it happened. So that's fantastic. Like two days ago, I think. So yeah, I'm a confidence coach. I'm actually a confidence whisperer. Um, And the reason my client called me that is because I have a very, very unique way of building your confidence. Just mindset is a kind of a small part of it. And mostly what we do is we select the area in which you want to build your confidence. Like I say, I always need a thread that I'm going to be pulling on and I'm going to build you in that area. And that is either a business, for instance, visibility online, being uh, being uh, visible on, on Facebook, on social media, etc. cetera. Um, and the other thing that I do when they are connected is um, I help people heal themselves and themselves using the mind and lose weight, release weight, using the mind without diet, without uh, exercise. The way I help you build confidence in business is also by incorporating your body and how, I don't wanna say pain, but abnormalities maybe, your brain has created in your body. And at the bottom of them, of lack of confidence in business and diseases, uh, lies the same thing. So when you end working with me, What I'm really aiming for is for you to feel radiant, really radiant so that you can attract the right people, opportunities into your life. Amazing people,
0: amazing opportunities, and you're just free to create, basically. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I have a question for you. I ask everybody the same question. So this is be the Phoenix of your own life. We have all been in the shit pit. We have all been in the ashes. What is a time in your life that you were in the ashes that you were forced to rise out of those ashes and how has it impacted you now?
1: Yeah, I do what I do because of that, because I am actually an IT engineer uh, and I had 12 years of uh, career in IT, a very successful career. And then um, I got sick with depression and I couldn't work for 18 months. (laughs) When I got back on my feet, I realized my heart was not in it anymore even though I used to love my job I just went back to the office and like my passion is gone what the fuck <laughs> and <laughs> and I realized like, I have this thing where I physically I like, cannot do things that I don't like you know if I'm not invested 100% in, into something it's just boring and I'm like no there's got to be something better so I just quit my job without any plan. I just, I just printed the papers that same day. I think that I came back to the, the to work and then I started to do some, some soul searching. <clears throat> so I got a job in, um, in a restaurant in a small dumplings place as cooks help. And I was making dumplings, the Polish oh, okay. pierogi that you know. <laughs> oh
0: my God! Yes. Yum. Okay.
1: Oh, uh, they were the best. They were really awesome. And then I realized uh, there's a different life than just, Nine to five, and people live like this. You know, they start work at twelve, they finish like at nine or or ten, then they have a beer together. This is new to me. This is awesome. This freedom in this. So that was a fantastic experience. Um, then I got another job in IT. I thought, you know, this is going to be different than I, what I used to be doing. It's awesome. It's all the things that I want to do, and none of the things that I don't want to do. And I got fired from that job. Uh, <laughs> no fault of my own uh, because um, I don't want to get into the details but basically everybody kept apologizing for me after what happened and I got pissed I got really pissed like I was so angry for a week that I realized I don't want this ever to happen to me again like I am doing my job, I'm good at it. And I lose my source of income to no, no, uh, no fault of my own. I went like, you know, Scarlett I will never go hungry again. And, <laughs> and I decided I'm gonna be a consultant and have multiple streams of, of income in IT. I started to do this training for entrepreneurs because you know I was afraid. And the first part of the training was mindset training and it was about the brain and I got hooked. Yep. i just said wow well, this is it i'm not gonna do the rest of this training this is me i'm i'm, I'm gonna be a coach i transport my life within two months and from then on i learned a a lot a lot a lot of different stuff like the healing through the mind etc which i'm currently studying to uh so yeah i'm just hooked on the possibilities capabilities of the
0: human mind and how
1: easily we can change
0: and it's so funny because i do i i our journeys are so similar I'm like because, you know, I, I got fired and, you know, I lost everything in a hurricane. And, and when you're sitting there at the base, all of a sudden, people are like, Julie, how did you deal with like all of this shit happening at once? And it's really about holding the duality of knowing that you can find gratitude in the grief, that you can find peace in the rage. And when all of it happened, it was almost like I got set free. Like there was this sense of oh shit, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to rebuild? Wait a minute, I'm free to do whatever I want. Yeah. And that was when, and so I started the, you know, it's same as you, I started this coaching thing and then I discovered NLP, which is what I do is I work with the unconscious mind as well. I, I got that and I was like, oh, fascinating. And the more I healed, the more fascinated I got, because like you do, you watch these people go through incredible transformations if only people knew what they could do with their brain. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is the biggest resistance that people have when you talk to them about what you can do? What is your biggest resistance that people have?
1: I think in general, okay, I I think that the resistance sometimes is, okay, what if it actually does work? (laughs) like the fear of success and it's you know it's very hard to recognize that in us but oftentimes yeah. of course it's uh, what if it will not work for me but i feel that you know that it's actually what if it does work
0: so and and, and it, it can be scary well yeah because people when it works all of a sudden i was talking to uh, one of my clients the other day and she's like julie the more i heal The less the people closest to her are like, wait a minute, we don't like this new person. You're you're strong and you're confident and you're not taking shit anymore, and we can't hold you in this cage and in this box anymore. She said, it's getting scarier and scarier because I'm losing people that I thought were actually in my corner, but now I'm finding that they were part of the reason why I was being held back. So I think that the fear of success is just as much as the fear of failure. Because what happens to the people in my life when I become confident? Yeah, I'm going to have to let go of them. Mm -hmm. And that that can be scary because people are like, oh, so you're telling me I'm going to have to divorce my husband? No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying is that sometimes when you regain who you were before the world told you who you should be, you realize that who you thought might be lifting you up were actually weights holding you down.
1: This is a very good example because right now i i finished this six month container with with a client of mine and she came for uh just some help with the business but i always you know it's not like the business is separate from your other areas of life if you for instance she couldn't focus on the business why because her husband and her son just keep entering the room you know so we had to work in that area and after a few months i asked her okay so what do you want to do she said, i am now sure that i want to work on my marriage with my husband Okay, then fine. Let's let's do that. After another month or two, she was sure she's divorcing. She actually rented an apartment, and in four days, she's getting into her new apartment, and she feels so free. She said, "Alex, I feel so radiant after this this program. This is what happens. So, the, I mean, the first um, instinct is I want to, you know, I want to work on what I have already, and I want to keep the same people in my life. But the truth is." If they don't follow, they may follow your lead, you know, they may also be ready and they want, may, you know, you're going to be the first one to take the, the steps and they're gonna be like, oh, we can do this. Okay, that's awesome, which is brilliant. But if they are resistant, they refuse to do that. Um, so, she, you know, her husband, for instance, is not interested in personal development at all, right? This is what happens. And that's why a lot of women who start working on themselves, they, they get divorced because yeah. they
0: are just in a different world now. I think that you bring up such a good point is that, and as women, and I, I love how my podcasts always go because we don't rehearse anything ever because I love authentic conversations. I think that as women, so often we married for safety. We, of course we marry for love we also, there's that security part of it. And from that gen, and it's not just our generational, it's the generational DNA. And it's that generational trauma that has been passed down to we need to defer. Like, I can't tell you how many people when I was a hairstylist, how many women would sit in my chair and I would ask them, I would, they're like, well, what do you suggest? I'm like, oh, we should cut it. We should do this. Oh, I need to ask my husband first. Oh, yeah. There's that need for validation and there's that need for permission to be who you are and to to do your hair the way you want, dress the way you want, work at the job you want to work at. Do you find a lot of your clients, even though they're entrepreneurs and there were still women at heart, do you find that lots of times that seems to be a common thread?
1: Um, I don't think they... Ask for permission. Usually, you know, I don't usually have these conversations. For instance, when they're paying, you know, um, when they need to pay something, a sum that is a lot of money for them, they don't usually need to ask their husband. I think maybe I had uh, like one or two sales calls like that. Usually, they don't return because I don't think they're ready for uh, for this. You know, if you're at that that place where you need to ask, because it's different. You know, I will tell my husband that this is what I want to do. Or I have to ask my husband two completely different things. Totally fine to so tell your partner, uh, "Hey, I found something that I really want to do for myself." Right? Is that okay that I that I do this? Do you think we can we can afford this? You know? And usually the the partners then they're very accommodating. They're like, "These these women, they already know. You know, I think my husband is gonna say yes to this." You know. So it's a matter of respect, and that's that's wonderful. Uh, a lot of my clients are actually either single or or, or, or divorced or in a relationship where you know they they don't necessarily know where it's going to um, to go. Though, yeah,
0: the very transit they're already in transition. They're just looking for the the last piece of that puzzle to click in that confidence yes. to be able to stand up and go you know what, I'm not really feeling this. So I'm just going to move on down the road. What do you think is the toughest obstacle or what is the one objection resistance? Once you get into working with the mind that comes up as to why they have that fear of success, what do you think is usually sits underneath it for your clients?
1: Honestly, uh, I think we are all different. And the way I work, I work, you know, on beliefs, on inner conflicts, etc. And I really, I, I, right now, I just work one-on-one because we are so different. And if I was to, for instance, if I wanted to create a video course, you know, I was thinking about it today, I would need to come up with, you know, all the stuff that your brain might come up with, you know, the stories. And I'm unable to do that because there's just right. so many of them. Right, so it can be different things. It can be, for instance, your dad had this, I had a client whose father had this um, sinusoid of wealth. So he would be going very, very rich and then bankrupt and very, very rich and, and then bankrupt. And she was just repeating the same pattern, you know, in her uh, marriage. Uh, so there's that, but there's also the question of who am I to succeed or what's going to happen? You know, this responsibility comes with success especially if you are a leader, especially I work with coaches a lot, so they, they need to take the responsibility. People have this idea often that they're not going to create the, the lifestyle that they actually want when they have the success. And the way I work with them is first, we plan the lifestyle. We get you to be happy first, and then we get you to the success part. So that right. you never say yes to the wrong thing.
0: That's a big thing is because people are like, well, what do I say yes to? Or maybe I should be doing this, or maybe I should be doing this. If you get where you want to be, and it's funny because my friend and I, she and I were having this conversation last night on the beach of, do you know what the end game is? Do you know what the end game of what you want is? And she said, and we were talking about it, that once you know that end game, and you can see it, smell it, taste it, visualize it, know why you want it, then nothing stands in your way. Then it's the with that four o'clock in the morning, that alarm goes off, you're not sitting. Well, I mean, sometimes you'll still be like, holy shit, that's really early to get up in the morning. <laughs> but then you remember, I'm getting up at 4 a.m. because of this. This is gonna be my reward at the end of it. And sometimes I think that that fear tends to dissipate a little bit in order, and that ego kind of comes back a little bit to allow that drive to come forward. So it's like you take your foot off the brake and you put it on the gas because you remember, okay, holy shit, I'm going to Disneyland. This is gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That goal that drives you.
1: I, uh, I do things a little bit differently. I, like I said, I have pretty, pretty unique methods. I am lazy, okay? Okay, I don't want to say I'm lazy. I am not a fan of hard work. So, whenever I do anything or teach anything to anybody, Me, I'm like, is it so hard work? Uh, yeah, it's the healthiest hard. habit you can have, right? right? Not, not, not going for hard work. Unless, of course, it's worth your love, but then it's not hard when you can feel it, taste it, when you can visualize it, you know, when you wake up at that four, like I said, I get my clients to be happy before. So they already, they're not even thinking about the goal because it's Blissful Road, which is uh, my client's um, store. She actually named that after working with us and, and she's Aww. like a living embodiment of, of it. So she asked, she's building her business she is actually enjoying the path. She's actually enjoying the journey, building this this blissful world for her. And it is already blissful. So in your mind, you know, in your, every cell of your body, you're already leaving that dream. So you already have that, 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 oh, not fulfillment because that's still, you know, ahead of you, but right. But, but you have that happiness in, in you. And then you don't need to like, even think about the goal A walking embodiment of that. And that, It just makes things so much easier.
0: And I think when you are happy, uh, one of my favorite people that I follow is Abraham Hicks. And she said, the biggest key is to be, find the gratitude for where you are and be excited for where you are. Because if you think of the universe, I call it Gus, God, universe, spirit, whatever works for you. As a parent, if you give your child something and they look at it and they're like, say you give them a flip phone and they're like, oh, what happened to my iPhone 75 with the blah, blah, blah features? And they're not grateful for it. Like if that's all you could afford, you're not really going to be excited about giving them anything else. But if you can be happy and excited for where you are and find the moments of bliss where you are, that's your signal to all that, is, that I love where I'm at and I'm excited for what is going to come next. Mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. to go down this road because I feel called to go down this road. Not, oh, I got to go to work today. It's uh-huh. so hard. Oh God, it's Monday. It's one of those, oh my God, it's Monday. Let's yeah. see what surprises <laughs> and, and, and fun things the universe is going to do for me today. That is really, I love what you're talking about. Be happy where you are. And the journey becomes a blissful journey, not a holy shit. Alex told me I have to do this. Oh god, it's gonna be horrible. Have to and and
1: should like they are you know the your trigger words. They are you should be really mindful if anything is a have to or should. Wait,
0: I either get to do this or I don't do this at all. Yeah, should Mm -hmm. is probably one of the worst words, and I have to. Like people talk about paying their bills. Oh my God, I have to pay my bills. No, you don't. Who said, yeah. well, I won't have a home. Okay. Well, that's the consequence of not paying them, but you get to pay them because if you're paying them, that means that you have money. And if you have money, that means that you're doing something. That means you woke up this, it's like following the trail yeah, of gratitude all the way back. It's like, I get to pay my bills. Thank God I get to pay my bills today. I mean, I get to, I get to get up. I get to do this. And that just that shift in, the, in those two words will radically huge, change isn't lives. I mean, it is such a
1: huge shift. It's immediately, you just change changes everything. I love the brain, you know, and, and all that I'm studying about how diseases are created because diseases are also created by words. You know, a word wrongly said exactly uh, generates a disease in, in, um, in you. So words are the, the, the most important thing in life. Most probably, yep. yeah. So the should and have to, and
0: then get to, wow. Should, and, it, and it's so funny. I love that you brought that up because words are everything because like part of like what, with what you and I both do is we know that there's that, that part of the brain is called the reticular activating system. When you say, oh, I'm broke or, oh, I'm fat or, oh, I'm this, or, oh, I have to do this your brain your unconscious mind does not know the difference between positive and negative it just knows that this is what you said so it's going to put on blinders and it's only going to search for shit that is going to validate what you say so if you say oh, i'm so fat those little blinders go on and all you see is the shit food that's going to keep you where you're at mhm yeah and people don't understand, they're like, Oh, whatever. I just want you just tell me to speak differently. If you can <laughs> turn that on and just do it for 30 days, 30 days of your life, just, just Oh, wow. That's 30, thirty days, days is just life-changing. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you can just do it for 30 days and if that's too much, fine, do it today. And at the end of the day, see how you feel. If you don't feel any different, do it another day try at least a week just give me a week and usually with you know you just keep them going and then all of a sudden you see that that shift and you see that oh my god this shit really works and then i don't know about you but for me when i see that it's like it makes me it makes my heart so happy oh yeah i mean yeah, totally i i cry you know at commercials with puppies you know when my clients get shifts i'm like <laughs> of course <laughs> See, this is why i love you is because it's so christmas is coming up and we have uh in the united states the the hallmark commercials and they're so they just like pull at your heartstrings and my kids tease me all the time they're like malcolm will look over you'll be like are you fucking crying it's a commercial and i'm like but it's so it's so special it's like mom what the hell is wrong with you I am the same. It's crazy. <laughs> uh,
1: but it's, I think it's awesome. I think it's uh, it's endearing and we should never refrain from showing that we have feelings and you know, and feelings of love in particular. We should we should never do that. We should
0: just let them out and see, let let the world see, you know what? I'm not ashamed of this. Right? Because <laughs> guess what? Here's a news flash for anybody that's listening. Not everybody's going to like you. (laughs) Yeah, that's a thought. Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to support you. When you find the ones that do, those are the people you hang on to. Yeah. The people that don't understand you and that don't like you and don't want to be around you. Those are the people that it's okay to let them go. It's okay to put them out for a distance. And sometimes that's, do you notice that lots of times with your clients, it's their families that are the biggest challenge to them to like, healing? Oh, absolutely,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to be resisting the change in you. Like we spoke, um, in the beginning, of course, because everybody resists change. And if you're not, you know, they're not being coached with you, uh, then, uh, then obviously they're going to get uncomfortable. And then, but then it's their decision what they're going to, uh, what, what they're going to do. As you were talking this thinking to me um, for anybody who's listening and, and, and you have this feeling that what happens, people are not going to to like me, you know if I start showing up online or if I message somebody and tell them about my upcoming uh, webinar you know my friend reached out to me recently and said, um, I, I, I think. I'm, I can be you know friendly with people but I'm afraid that I invi- if I invite them to my webinar just telling them not pulling them just t- y'all just tell them hey this is the thing that I thought you might be interested in they're gonna stop liking me which is a big issue so uh, one shift that you can make there is instead of thinking are people going to like me uh, the shift is beginning to get I get to choose the people that I hang out with I get to choose I get to choose people. It's not like I have to be chosen, you know, I'm not dependent there. I get to choose them. I get to choose them as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's a huge thing, especially for women, is we feel like we have to be this person for this group of people that I'm friends with. Then I have to be this person for this group. And then I have to be this person for this group. And you lose yourself in the process. And it's that like you're going for a job interview in as much as they're interviewing you to see if they wanna hire you, you're interviewing them to see, is this a place that I wanna be? Yes. Are these the people I want to, I'm gonna spend, if you're going to a nine to five job or if you're working, and even if you're doing online business or even if you're at home, you get to choose the people that you spend your energy with. And so if you're going for a job interview, And you walk in the door, and you're like, "Ooh, (laughs) not all money is good money. Not all money is good money. And it might be a huge salary, but if you're gonna wake up every morning and wanting to stab your eyeballs out, (laughs) probably, probably not something you want to do. Yeah, you may want to sleep on it. You might want to do. And do you find that sometimes your clients get?" desperate they're like oh my gosh I have to do something because I'm at the end of my rope so I mean Alex I have to do something so I have to take this job
1: Mm, well we're not into jobs but I I guess it's um it's more about you know getting clients And, and when that happens you know anytime we get there it's being desperate that is not the energy that you want to put into any conversation that you're having I call it Your energetic canvas, so you're serving words to people on your energetic canvas. Words are important, yes, but really the energetic canvas is everything. So you don't wanna get to the point in which you are desperate. On the other hand, those tough moments often are the ones where we realize something important and it was like it was for me, like it was for you. Sometimes we need our butts uh, kicked, but most often, we just attract those events to our lives because we feel like, oh, if I'm not desperate, I'm not going to do anything. So I try to teach people, you know what, you don't have to wait to be desperate. You can actually do something now and avoid that whole thing, and you're going to get something much better than than you would be if you were desperate. So why wait?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes people get so addicted to that stress cycle, to that drama cycle. They get they get addicted to where oh, well, I work best when my back's up against the wall. Mm -hmm. And that's when you get to play the what if game. Well, what if your back wasn't against the wall and you could be successful now, what would that look like? Mm -hmm. And people, you watch them go, "Uh, well, I don't know. That's just how, that's how I work, Julie. That's, that's, I do better when I'm all stressed out.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Why do you want to live like that?
1: Yeah.
0: And that's where it comes back to what you said, the word I get to. I get to choose to live my life better now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wait until, like, I don't have. To, there's that have to. I don't have to wait until <laughs> I'm totally stressed out. You know, my bills are piling up. Okay, now I'm gonna just go at my business like gangbusters, and I'm gonna make that money. Okay, I made it. Okay, now I can just take my foot off the gas. And they wait till the end of next month, and then they're like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And it's so nice to be able to flip that vernacular to you get to do it throughout the month so that you don't have to be desperate at the end of the month interesting how we were like led to this word get three
1: times uh like from we came at it from different angles three different angles in the
0: conversation and we always ended up there so uh there's a theme there for today apparently I'm like, okay, so the theme today is really that if you're listening and it's funny because I know that I have a lot of, a lot of my listeners, um, work in nine to fives. And here's the thing about coaching that is so fascinating is that there's coaches for everything. And people think that, you know, I have a friend of mine who's just starting in this industry. She's like, oh my God, it is so saturated. Like, um, no, it's not saturated at all because what you do is totally different from what I do. You specialize and work with entrepreneurs. I specialize and work with pretty much anybody that is challenged with trauma, procrastination, self-sabotage. And I love that the people that are attracted to you, they're attracted to you because of who you are and the results that you get them. Yeah. And I think that that's so important because like a lot of my listeners are still in that nine to five and they're like, yeah, but how does that work for me? That confidence. It's that, well, when's the last time you had a raise? When's the last time you asked for a raise? So working with Alex could be that you can help somebody to feel confident enough to say, like when you were back in your IT job, you've been doing this for, you know, however many years and you never got a raise. It's really about gaining that confidence to be able to say, you know what, I'm badass at this and you need to pay me more money. I
1: actually teach people how to get a 40% raise that's one of the things that I do. That I do in like two to three sessions, but I teach you, yeah, that's confidence. I mean, for me, it's a one-time thing because you just need to prepare you need to get the job. So uh, it's preparation, basically like very quick uh, prep and uh, it's pretty awesome. Sometimes they get more than 40% actually. Of course you can do that when you're switching jobs, but yeah, it's totally, totally possible. And I know a lot of people are changing jobs right now. Yeah. And um, again, when you do this from the point when you're desperate you're not going to likely you're not going to have the effect that you do if you take the it's just like one step before you know one step before you do that and you're still going to have enough confidence to to get that raise yes this is a very very interesting topic i think a lot of people are are lost these days you know just they figured like <laughs> I figured, uh, you know, a few, a few years back, my heart is not in this anymore. I, I want more joy, more spark in my life. And I have no idea what, um, what to do. And that's where confidence comes in because if you were confident in yourself, you would know that you already know the answer. That's also yes. something I help people with, you know? I, when we work on finding your purpose, not asking you questions, i building you up so that you can trust yourself and then you find the answer on
0: your own. Yeah. And I, I, that is such a good point because I think that people really, is, especially with all of the, the, the things that have happened since 2020 and, and COVID and all of those things, the amount of people and what's going on outside is so loud you know, people are watching the news, which I tell people all the time, don't fucking watch the news. There is nothing ever. News stands for <laughs> the N-E-W-S stands for nothing ever worth seeing. Nothing, <gasps> oh, that's a good one. Yes. The news stands for nothing ever worth seeing because it's going to set you back into that. Well, what do I do now? Fear, How, fear. And It's just fear, it's fear, 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 fear. And yeah. people are so polarized right now. And, and They don't realize that if you're on the right side of the bird and you're trying to destroy the left side of the bird, it's still part of the same bird. Mm -hmm. So if you're on the right wing and you're trying to destroy the left, you're not going to be able to fly. Same thing if you're on the left and you're trying to destroy the right, you're still part of the bird. You have to be able to lean back and understand that there's duality in everything and feel confident and like where you come in, it's that confident of understanding who you are. And once you understand where you are and who you are, then you can step and ask yourself, so what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. What sets my soul on fire? Because like you at the very end, uh, my job, I didn't like it. It was going in a direction that I didn't like. It was, I was stuck in the house and I knew I say it, destined for more but I was so terrified of letting go of what I had. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't let go of this. I make really good money. I can't let go of this. What would happen if I let go of this? So the decision was taken out of my hands. The rope was cut. I had no choice. I think that sometimes that's freeing. What would you say to the people who are in that position where they're like, but Alex, I can't let go of this because what will happen if I let go?
1: what will happen if you let go i would say we go we go deep into what will happen and of course you end up you know homeless and then you die in your in your in your mind and because usually the end of this is death and then i and then i ask you you know if i put a gun to your head and ask you is this really true is this really what's going to happen you tell me well, actually not it's not going to be that bad well all right well then then uh, Maybe we can talk about this. So that's like, that's, you know, that's the start. That's the start. Yeah, some people, you know, different people need different things. Some people need more security, for instance. So uh, you wanna find what works for you. If you feel like I cannot quit my job uh, cause I don't feel totally comfortable with that kind of pressure. And you don't want that kind of pressure when you're building your business on yourself. Right. Then, okay, so how can I be doing something that, that I want? on the side and, and keeping a job, or maybe I can ask for to work half time. You know, people usually, oh, they're not gonna let me work half time. Well, did you ask? Well, no, I just assumed. Well, <laughs> basically the thing is this, when you know what you want, more or less, you know, you don't have to like be super detailed, but you know what you want and how you wanna feel, etc. you start seeing the options. It's yes. as so simple as that. You start seeing these options. They show up for you and, and then you just you take them and yeah. they are amazing. They are much better than what you have but if convinced with your logical mind, because yeah. you're letting the universe work for you. So you're going to get, you know, you were thinking of having a cookie and then pff, there's a birthday cake there for you. I don't know why
0: I that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. It's so true. Like the universe, you ask for this little tiny crumb. And then all of a sudden, you open up your mind to the possibility that oh, I might get that crumb, and then they deliver a huge birthday cake for you. Or they, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, well, maybe I could get a car. It'll just get me from point A to point B. Okay, I'm open to whatever the universe will give me. And all of a sudden, Mercedes is sitting in your driveway. You're like, how did this happen? And it happens because you're open to the magic. It's you're yeah. open to the illogical. People are so logical if you just open your mind to the illogical, because I don't care who you are, like Tony Robbins and all of those people, they open their mind to the illogical and allow their brains to play in the realm of possibilities Mm -hmm. instead of the realm of what is. Yeah. Yeah. When Someone's you try to figure out the it. how,
1: that is already re- limited by your human potential. So don't think about the how. Just think about what it is that you actually want.
0: Yeah. Because what when you do like? the how, you've taken it, you put your God button on. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm God. I'm going to decide how all this <laughs> happens. If it doesn't happen this way, it's, it, then it's not right. It's like, take, take the damn God button off and allow, allow the magic to work for you. Yeah. Because sometimes that's the joy is not knowing how it's going to happen. And you might think like when you left your IT job, you're like, okay, I think I'm going to go here. But then when you open your mind to the possibilities, all of a sudden, if somebody would have told you when you were at your IT job, that you would be taking entrepreneurs and people and teaching them how to discover their confidence and work with their mind to lose weight and be confident and do all of those things. If someone would have told you that, what would you have told them back then?
1: I get confidence, I'm not sure, but I will tell you a story about that. Weight loss through your mind. When I discovered that, wow, this is amazing. No, that would have never. I would have never thought this would happen. But being a coach, and this is for people. If you have something has been kind of with you all your life as something that you may want to do I don't know being a vet or or photography or oftentimes it's being a a coach or whatever it is Uh, I wanted to be a coach but I was feeling I, I wouldn't even admit it you know in front of myself I wouldn't but I felt that you know if I was somebody else I could maybe be a coach, but, uh, but I wasn't. And all I was doing was, you know, when you take those tests, which tell you what kind of career uh, yeah. you should have. And I always took them and I was kind of hoping just a little bit. Nobody knew about it. You know, I, I, I think I knew about it, but uh, it was, you know, very in the back of my head. Maybe it'll show somewhere that I, that I should be a coach, that I could be a coach. That was just like my glimpse of hope for many, 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 many years. And I never allowed myself to to play on that because I had my own issues, you know. I was like, I was in rage, uh, and I was a party girl, I go to party, uh, etc. Yeah. And <laughs> and I, I'm, you know, I have an analytical mind. And then things happened that led me to it, and I was just like,
0: wow, I would have never figured out it would yeah. happen this like, never ever. And it's it's that being open to the illogical,
1: yeah,
0: and allowing the illogical to happen. That's awesome. That is awesome. And I
1: told you how it happened. I thought I was going to be an IT consultant, so I yeah. did for entrepreneurs. And the first thing I think I heard the word "the mindset" for the first time. Then I was like, "Oh, this is interesting.
0: Okay, let's take a look." <laughs> <was thinking> right. <laughs> and that those are those nudges that you could have been like oh, mindset. Oh, that's just a bunch of woo woo shit, whatever. I'm going to go over here and do this. But you hear that and you pay attention to it. Yes. And you go, huh? What well, let's just go look at it. And that, and then it just, all of a sudden it's like the universe leaves you breadcrumbs and you just follow and just pick each one up. You're like, Oh, look at that. Look at that. And then now here you are.
1: Yes. Yes, it's, you, a, it's a beautiful process. It just requires a little bit of courage and trusting the process. Like we always say, it's, it's kind of hard for, for people. That's why it's good to have the support, you know, of somebody who's been there. Because yes. sometimes it's really to tr- hard to trust the process because it has nothing to do with what you've been doing all your life. <laughs> you're telling me I don't have to plan things
0: what? (laughs) Right. I mean, I get to wake up in the morning and decide that I'm going to have a really good day. And I get like today I looked at my calendar and (laughs) it's not like, it's not like we're saying that you're not going to have a calendar and you're not going to have things to do. But like, I looked at my calendar and I was like, Holy shit. I get to talk to Alex today. I have a client right after this. And then I get to interview somebody else for my podcast this afternoon. I'm like, what a fucking magical day. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, if I want to, I can go to the beach and watch the sunset and people look at us. I think sometimes as coaches and there's that, oh, you, it was easy for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was really easy for you, Alex. That's why. I mean, it was easy for you. I don't have it like that.
1: Yes. Well, that is, uh, that is that, you know, not willing to, to go down that path.
0: I, I I don't work with
1: people um like that to be honest. I mean because they would never invest in themselves. Yeah. Uh you know if, if somebody just invests in, in uh in coaching just to prove you that you're wrong i mean that's some serious fucked up shit and some people right. do that.
0: Oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. And you know what? Okay. So I'm going to be totally transparent here before we wrap this up. So I'm going to just be totally transparent. When I started NLP, that is how I went into it. I was like, I am going to prove that this shit doesn't work because there is no way that you're going to take my conscious mind and make it go over here and then make my unconscious mind say a bunch of stuff and I'm going to feel better. That's some woo woo bullshit that's even further off the scale. Nope. It's not going to happen. And so I went into it with the, I'm going to disprove it. And then all of a sudden I was like, God damn.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. You are perfect. You're a perfect example. Yes. Cause a lot of people, you know, I am analytical. I'm an engineer. My parents are engineers. You know, my dad thinks I'm a charlatan. Uh, that's oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm over that, you know, <laughs> but yeah, they, and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, well, okay, well, maybe there's something to this. And then you find the path and you're like, I did not know that life could be that good. Yeah. I did not know I could be this happy every day. And it's not to say that we don't have bad days because I don't know about you, but I have some pretty messed up days where I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. I'm just going to go get a job. This is bullshit. And then I remember, I'm like, wait a minute. And I turn and I look at the Phoenix on my wall and go, oh, no, 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 no. No, let's remind us. Yeah, let's let's remind us why.
1: Just surround yourself with people who are like one step ahead of you, um, so that they have paved the path. Maybe it's not exactly your path, but you look at them and say, "Okay, it is possible." You know, it is possible, and it is possible for somebody like me.
0: Yep. So I could talk to you all day, but unfortunately, (laughs) I can't. So. I have a question for you before we leave. And by the way, everybody, all of Alex's links are going to be in the show notes. So read the damn notes. Go in there. It'll just take you a couple of seconds. Who she is, her bio, everything will be in the show notes with the links on how to get a hold of her. If you want to be more confident and if you're an entrepreneur or if you want to lose weight and All of the good things that she offers, please go into the show notes and get a hold of her because if you guys could see her right now, she's absolutely adorable. She's got this bright flowered shirt on and this really cool pendant and flowers behind her. She's just like my kind of a person. And so like, I'm excited because now I have a new friend. I get to call my mom and say, mom, I made a new friend today. I'm so excited. So read the show notes. Um, (laughs) so my last question for you is this, so there's going to be somebody listening and they're going to be like, well, that's, that's, that's putting isn't right that amazing. On. There might be one person listening. Thank you, Tara. I love that you listen every week and you're so dedicated. <laughs> I know that there's more than that. Sam listens and I've got some other people that listen every single week. There might be five, five or six. So <laughs> I had somebody, I interviewed somebody in Hollywood and I told her I, when she came on my show, I was like, I just want to let you know that I'm kind of intimidated because like you're this award-winning actress and stuff and you're going to be on a show that you know, I'm, I'm just starting out, and then I thought about it. And I was like, "Wait a minute, why am I downplaying myself? This is a fucking amazing show, and I have really cool people on here, super having a blast." And Oprah and Ellen and Brene Brown are on my podcast. When that happens, people are like, "That turned me down," or gonna be like, "Hey, Julie, mm, no, sorry."
1: Oh, uh, this is so cool. I always say, you know, what would opera do? And I'm like, uh, I'm always preparing. I want to coach opera sometime, sometime in that future, you know? So I care about the quality Yeah, what I deliver. Yeah, this yep. is awesome. Quality over
0: quantity. Or it's quantity over quality. So there's going to be somebody that's listening that's like, you know, you guys sound really good, but I've been this way all my life. And I'm just so, I don't know what to do. I want to. To change, but I don't know what to do. What is one thing that you would tell someone who's sitting in the shit pit right now and just is surrounded by the darkness but really wants that light? What was what's one piece of advice that you would give them?
1: Well, I would say the first step is just admitting to yourself that change is possible. Just like that, you know, change is possible for me. I would say because you're in the space of change is not possible for me so let's rephrase that and say change is possible for me and just let it stew, because if you've been like that all your life, so you you, you probably need a little bit of. Uh, more uh, kind of nurturing yourself so let that thought stew. change is possible for me and then well, there's just so many things that, that you can do. One of the things that you, that you can do is actually in the links that I'm going to, to, to leave here, there's going to be a, a, a little gift and I encourage everybody to, to download it. It's the seven ultra short, uh, short rituals that I used at that time when, uh, when I discovered mindset and I transformed my life in two months, each of those rituals is less than one minute and they work with the brain and I encourage you to just start doing them. So basically what you need to, I would say, Just try, start exercising your brain, nothing else. You don't need to introduce any change in life really. Just start creating new neural connections. And you don't do this really by, you know, doing Sudoku, but you can do, for for instance, um, juggling. Mm, Or you can start doing the things that you used to be doing with uh, your right hand, with your left hand or take a walk in a different neighborhood. Um, go to some place, spatial um, exercises are fantastic. So I would encourage you to go to someplace which you haven't seen or take a look around you and start seeing things differently and start wondering what is here in this environment that I haven't really seen before. And that will um, electrify your brain. This is something that my, all my clients do in the beginning of coaching when you create these new neural connections, change will be easier for you and you're going to have more energy. And that that statement, change is possible for you, is going to start really make sense for you. So that would, I would recommend that to be your first step, including the seven um, uh, ultra salt short uh, rituals. And then you move on from there, you know? Nothing fancy, nothing big. You don't have to quit your job. You don't have to uh, quit
0: your relationship. Uh, just work with the mind and you're going to see the magic. I love it. Yes. And it was funny because I recorded a podcast the other day and and the gal that was on there, I told her, I said, you know, this is like going to be episode, I don't know, 30, probably by the time this gets released. And out of that 30 episodes, do you know that nobody's given me the same answer? Oh, of course. Yeah. And I love it because it's always so on time. I'm going to tell everybody that's listening, I'm going to be doing these rituals with you because I love the only thing that's constant is change. So I'm going to be doing these rituals with you. I can't wait to see how it works. Alex, it was so much fun. Thank you.
1: I'm so so excited.
0: I'm so excited, and I can't wait to just like develop this friendship with you. I can't wait to tell my mom. I'm so excited, hey mom! You're like, oh honey, I'm so excited. You got a new friend. That's so nice. Oh, that <laughs> Mom's totally my mom. So, with that, my friends, it is the end of another episode. Alex, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I oh, honor your time. It was,
1: it was lovely. Loads of laughs, uh, guys. Remember to laugh as well,
0: if anything. Yeah.
1: Red,
0: yeah. Red tops, uh, yeah. Simple stuff. Dumb jokes. Do dumb dad jokes. The dumb jokes that it, that people go, oh my God, that's so stupid, but it'll make you laugh. And those are the, those are the moments to treasure. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. And I tell you this every single time at the end of every single podcast, because it is so important to remember at the base of everything, you are enough. You came into this world enough. You're enough as you sit you will be enough the rest of your days. And if you could only see the divine light that shine back out of your eyes that everybody else can see, you would never doubt your greatness again. So be confident, be kind, and until next time, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I appreciate you. And remember, you are loved. You are treasured. You are adored. You are worthy. And you are so more than enough. I hope that you were inspired. And if you were, please feel free to download, share, and leave a comment. I would be eternally grateful. Thank you so much. And have an absolutely magical day.